The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to Forgotten John, episode two hundred one, and today we are talking the Devonte Smith effect. I mean, this guy has the moves. He's got to do it right out the shoe. That's the shoe. Uh, we're talking about a guy who is, uh, you know, he's a catalyst for change, man. Uh, when I look at the definition of pain reaction in the dictionary, it is a series of events so related to each other that each one initiates the next. A number of events triggered by the same initial event. A self-sustaining chemical or nuclear reaction yielding energy or products that cause further reaction of the same kind. And when you think about the catalyst... That is Devonte Smith, and I, I can't I can't tell you how excited I am to have uh, this guy in the nest. I'm talking about a guy who's a game changer, uh, mentally IQ, uh, football smarts, leadership. I feel like we got our guy, and not since 2012 have I been this like confident about a, a first round pick. Like this guy makes sense. Uh, it, it's like it's easy money, easy money. And does that make you feel a certain way? I bet it does. It really does, man. It really does. Uh, I'm sitting here in a spot where every single night I, I end up finding myself uh, just watching, going down a YouTube rabbit hole of old Devonte Smith clips. Uh, the dude is so exciting to watch. This what you the explosiveness that uh, he shows on the tape on all of his film that he had in college. Like comparing him to uh, to Eagles wide receivers that were currently on the roster prior to him. Dude, it looks like night and day. Like, I mean, I loved uh, the Jalen Rager pick last year. Uh, he ultimately didn't perform up to what I was expecting him to. A lot of people, uh, looking at you, Prime, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, felt like we should have gotten Justin Jefferson. <laughs> That's neither here nor there right now because I really believe that we have a guy uh, who could have the highest ceiling um, of wide receivers um on our team now and that's Devonte smith this dude is going to be a wide receiver one right out the shoot and uh he is going to be our most explosive weapon that we have i believe uh, as soon as he takes the field i'm really really excited to see him yeah i'm, I'm just as excited and then you know again going off of what you mentioned i also every day i'm on youtube just building up this hype haven't felt this way since deshaun jackson uh Real quick, not going to stay on the topic, but yes, you know that wasn't my pick up last year with Rager. Jeff Jefferson was my guy, but it is what it is. 
you know, we're, we have to accept what we're at, where we are at right now. And I am thrilled that this guy uh, got picked. Um, I'm seeing some of the work that he's already putting in. And I mean, we're talking about two, three days away from being drafted and he's already putting hard work in with uh, his teammates, his future teammates, you know, I mean, other players from uh, the league and just seeing that is just definitely building up my excitement. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Like, man, I'm just ready to see this kid go to work and, and start catching these balls and, and doing some uh, serious footwork on that field. So I'm excited. And not not that I'm trying to uh, spin this any type of way, but do you believe that if Jalen Rager produced more last year that we w- we would have been thinking about wide receiver as highly as we would have going into this draft? I'm not saying that it's good that Jalen Rager underperformed and that's why we got Devonta. That's not what I'm saying. But do you think that that's what would have happened? If Jalen Rager performed much better last year, do you think we would have got Devonta? I think there, there still could have been a chance, but I, I also feel like – no one performed well last year exactly all the way around so like exactly. you know at the end of the day it starts uh with the interior lineman uh you, you name it the quarterback uh i'm not gonna mention his name because we're trying to move on <laughs> prime's still gonna buy the jersey uh but i'm just saying that um it's a part of like you know we're we're expecting a growth um from this group uh in in terms terms of like maturity we're talking talk about mentality and you know, today's show is really about how Devonta Smith actually affects this group, and you know, just talking about um his mentality and his his want to, and he's been doubted his whole career, mm-hmm. uh, coming out of high school, um, being like a hundred and thirty forty pounds. Uh, he was like hundred and twenty pounds as a freshman. Uh, he's just always been small, always done the work, always did damage, always been second guessed, but he never let that get in the way like he even the fact that alabama is the only school he wanted to go to like he he was like it's the only school i want to go to i want to i want to be with the best i want to play with the best um and it's you know does he have that chip on his shoulder i think it's ingrained in him now he keeps on being asked the same question about do you feel like you play with a chip on your shoulder like dude it's ingrained in him like yeah he's been doubted his whole career even and, after doing what he did last year that no one's done in like 20s, what, one years or so, yeah. like he's still being doubted. And yeah. Eagle fans are still doubting him on the radio. He's too, he's too small. He's too thin. Uh, it is what it is. Um, it, but the it, mentality, the aspect, he's a fighter. Yeah. And, and, and one thing that I think is, is kind of being overlooked in the fact like everyone talks about the Heisman year, obviously the dude popped off, but like this dude has over 3000 yards over the past two seasons. Like that is completely unheard of. Uh, and we're talking about how he's, he's overcome all these people saying how he's too small. It's something he's heard his entire career. Uh, but like at what point in his career has he not performed? Like all these people that are doubters of him, like at what point didn't he, uh, he showed that he has this the skill set, the size, and everything that's needed in order to be an explosive elite type player. I mean, eighteen hundred yards last year, and what twenty three touchdowns, and then I mean, going back to twenty nineteen, he had that uh, game versus Southern Miss where he had five touchdowns, two hundred and seventy five uh, four yards, and that was while he was sharing the field with Jerry Judy, Rugs, and uh, Waddle. So it's like all these wide receivers going through my mind right now. But uh, 
that just shows you like, and in that game, he was uh, very often being doubled. And so that just shows you the respect that they have for Devonte Smith. And it, it really uh, makes me scratch my head about why he would even fall even to 10 in the draft. I think this dude was a steal at 10. Yeah. He, he, he definitely was a steal at 10. And then, you know, me, Keeping it 100, I was one of those doubters. I was one of those ones questioning his weight. But you know what? At the end of the day, who am I to tell that dude how he could go ahead and control his body? I mean, we I've seen the biggest guy get put down by the smallest guy. So it's it's a pot, you know. I mean, anything is possible. Uh, this guy's gonna come in here, he's gonna go ahead and yeah, with that chip that we are engraving into him, he's gonna go ahead and show that. I'm nobody, you know, to be doubting, you know what I mean? I'm going to go ahead and, and do my thing. And at the end of the day, we, we're definitely going to go ahead and, uh, you know, appreciate the fact that he's coming in as an underdog and showing it all, you know what I mean, showing his skills. Uh, looking at this comment here, look, I really am down on the Smith pick because you will have to scheme him open. However, I know he has the hands and, and the feet to be good. I'm just nervous the first time he gets hit by safety. I, I don't know. He, he actually said the hardest he's been hit. We all know how long he's played in the SEC, right? Mm-hmm. The hardest he's ever been hit is his freshman year in high school. And after that, learning, he learned how to not get hit. Um, yeah. But he just said, I mean, there's a way when you're that frame, you know, like he's the kind of guy who's going to find the, sm- the small spots of the zone and, and mm-hmm. sneak right in. Like it's, it's, he's so crafty like that. And again, like go back and watch the, the tape, right? The mm-hmm. mo- one of the most aggressive corners in the game that got drafted. Uh, to Carolina, all we all loved him. Yeah. Uh, J.C. Horn mm-hmm. um, couldn't get hands on him uh, as yeah. much as as much as we love his aggressive play, bro. Like this, go back and watch. Just I, I just just go back and watch all the tape. Man. And that's just the thing you see that he learned throughout the years. As I'm reading the stats here, freshman year, eight receptions. Sophomore year went up to 42 receptions. Junior year, 68 receptions. And then his senior year, he blew it up with 117 receptions. So that's show that right there, those stats right there showing me, dude, learn not to get hit. Go run that route. And those balls are going to go ahead and get thrown to him. And that's what we need, man. That's what we need that open guy. And that's going to be that guy that's going to go ahead and definitely draw all that attention yeah. and open up the field. And come on, man. Like we were, we were actually expecting that last year. We didn't get it. Yeah. We didn't get it at all. So, I mean, I'm not going to just put it on Rager because he he underperformed. The whole squad, the whole wide receiver core underperformed. Yeah. So, going back to the question that you started off with, Evan, yes, I honestly think that regardless, I see that we needed to go out there and get, you know, another wide receiver, another, you know, threat, and I'm glad we ended up with Devonta. Now, Eric asks, are we going too far with our expectations? I don't I don't think so. I mean, if you, if you actually – Going back and watch the film, you 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 wouldn't feel this way. Uh, you would, and we haven't him. even really stated our expectations. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, like, we we I, never really did. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking from a mental IQ point as a wide receiver. Him knowing pre-snap what to do. Him, him. You know, we talk about cross-training wide receivers in Philadelphia. He's he's done that at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like he knows all the positions. He knows what to do. He knows, like it's. It's it's one thing to be a talented wide receiver, but it's also one thing to be a smart wide receiver. If you mirror, if you marry those two uh, attributes, it's one goddamn and, and wide receiver. It's no joke. It's no a smart, athletic, talented. He's an overall like when he's overall like a perfect 
wide receiver. Like he's not going to be the fastest. He's not going to be the the most like the biggest or uh you know the shiftiest, but he's like best overall. Yeah. Like I haven't seen this in, in an Eagle wide receiver in a, a long time. He's very well rounded, and I do like I, that's something that I've been saying for the past few days is that I think that his slender size his uh slim reaper uh physique that he has built to him is a kind of beneficiary to the way he's able to move uh, i understand that him being less in weight allows him if he were to get hit that's like a solid contact hit that could uh go the wrong way but the way that his body is built and how shifty he is and elusive uh, it allows him to avoid those big hits um but I will say, if I'm playing devil's advocate here, there's one thing that I had noticed in a lot of uh, Devontae Smith's tape is when guys do wrap their arms around him, uh, since he is so light, there's a lot of people that are going for the Brian Dawkins body slam move. And uh, when he gets to the league, there's going to be guys that have the strength to do so. So uh, that is a concern. Uh, but he's smart. He's, he's a smart guy. You see him in space. Uh, he, he's like that. Uh, he's like, you know, those, uh, you know, those, you uh, those National Geographic shows, <laughs> yeah. you see the, the him getting ch- chased by like a, a lion, lion yeah. or something. This is what you're gonna get out of his game, and I mean, it's just you know he he's just got a, a a sixth sense of like what's about to happen. He's like, hey, uh, 400 pound lineman coming look in. At it. Yeah, look uh, at that. Yeah, I'm sh- getting out of here. Spidey <laughs> sense is showing. That guy's uh, really big. I am getting out of here. Yeah, and the so, way he he's able to just put his foot in the ground, change direction, and change direction, speed back yeah. up. Yeah, like that's everything. So I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, like going against uh, uh, looking at Pete Nathan, um, his his comment here. He went against PS2. I mean, obviously uh, PS2's agent right now is commenting. Uh, shout out to Pete Nathan, <laughs> big stan for uh, Patrick Sertan. Uh, he he told Patrick Sertan, he said. He's like, yo, you better be lining up on me when we get prepped for games. I don't want any of these other DBs on me. He said, he said, it's me and you. Like, you're gonna make me better. Like, like I he knows yeah. no one else is gonna make him better. That's the best corner. He's like, we're we're gonna make each other better. Like it's iron versus you know, sharp sharpens iron. Like, I guess that I guess that mentality and the confidence um as we move forward in this conversation, it, it's and- really it's really important to like look at our group and the younger wideouts that we have in this group and what they were dealing with mentally, like rookie growing pains. You can go with John Hightower, uh, not consistent at the catch point and go uh, Jalen Rager who dealt with injuries and uh, inconsistent season. Uh, a guy who might've might've been pressing Quez Watkins, a, a late bloomer. Um, you talk about a guy who's coming in here and wants to be, he wants to be great, but he also wants to be, um, great with his teammates it's not yeah. he talked about um, being in a pandemic state last year he said why why was Alabama so good last year he said we all bought in we all bought in uh, we all um, got together with teammates because we didn't have anybody else to hang out with like it was just us against the world we all bought in together and we came together and, and focused on a goal so if the if if he can uh, bring that energy and, and to this group, you know, it, it, we could see some young dogs um, get busy. And, and that's, uh, the, that's the, my bad. That's the part that I'm excited about as well is that, you know, tech, I mean, technically we don't have like that veteran veteran 
wide receiver a part of this core anymore. Like Deshaun's gone. Yeah. Alshon's gone. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think these guys, you know, uh, being young, they're going to have a good time. And I think they're going to bring the best out of each other. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm not going to still, I'm not going to sleep on Fogum. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm going to, you know, of course, give Hightower because I was big on Hightower last year. Uh, Rager, you know, now with Smith. I mean, those four just just themselves. I really feel like they're going to ha- go ahead and bring, you know, the competition out out of each other. And it's going to end up really, really paying off when these games start mattering. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just look at what like an elite wide receiver does for a team that is like is adding other wide receivers in there. I'm thinking about a team like the Falcons, even when they had Julio and like that was really Matty Ice's only option for a while. Now, all of a sudden, they're really starting to pile in the wide receivers, whether it's Calvin Ridley, uh, Russell Gage was even popping off a few times last year. And I really think that just having an elite wide receiver on one side of the field opens up the other side of the field entirely. Uh, and uh, to Pete Nathan's point, he said uh, that he needs to say the same thing to Darius Slay um, that Patrick that he said to Patrick Sertain about lining up across from him every day in practice. And I'm pretty sure that Darius Slay had already said that, uh, that it's one on one with him all day, every day. So uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to those two both uh, making each other better. <laughs> Absolutely. People are spicy, boy. People are spicy. <laughs> People are spicy. Uh, now let, let's move forward to uh, some of the other guys in the group. We obviously know that, um, you know, uh, we know that uh, Devontae Smith is going to be utilized and moved around the offense. You know, like some people, are, is he going to play X? Is he going to play Z? Uh, he's going to move around. I think that's how you utilize him. You know, Sirianni talks about the mismatches. I think he's the guy that, you know, you could, he's a versatile piece, man. You can move him around. Uh, obviously, you have Jalen Rager, you can move around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, overall, I mean, I, I feel like that's where we win, uh, moving him around. Um, but like, if we're, we're talking about, we'll, we'll move, we'll move to Jalen Rager here. Uh, Jalen Rager, what does that mean for Jalen Rager, right? You know, uh, he doesn't look happy to be here. Hey, man. <laughs> you mentioned it. <laughs> That's that right. That look right there is I'm I'm, I'm confident. I'm focused. I'm focused, man. Somebody uh, must have said something he didn't like. <laughs> Jalen Rager, I think what we get out of him um, will be a complete curveball to the league because um, I don't believe that they're expecting what they're going to see from him. Obviously, there's there's fans out here who will uh, talk their ish about his game, talk their ish about his his mentality and stuff that he's don't doing on social media obviously it is what it is that's that's the game these days social media it is what it is not going anywhere yeah um so i feel like it's gonna gonna rub off on him he's a guy that totally seems like he has a chip on his shoulder he's had that chip on his shoulder ever since he came into the organization um the only thing is i want that to translate into production uh, I, I understand the injuries last year and just the overall mess that was the offense last year. But um, it seemed like he kind of got in his feels a little bit towards the, the end of the season. And um, that's, you know, he shut down his, his, his page and all that. So I, I don't know, man. I, uh, I hope that Jalen Rager is playing with this chip. And I'm hoping that um, like having bringing Devontae in is going to like light a fire under his ass and uh, want him to be able to be the legit wide receiver, too, that we need. You well, see, who, that's that's the thing, too, though. I mean, you're part of an organization where 
The fan base don't take no shit. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to produce. Uh, that's the expectation when you come and you play for this organization. The other thing is, if you're going to go ahead and show your weakness on social media, God only knows how much weakness you're going to have on the field. Because, I mean, I know these these defenders, they're going to be in your ear all damn game. We, we saw know? that before with Nelson Aguilar, man. We saw exactly. Nelson Aguilar get in exactly. his own head before. And that's just when that type of thing happens, I feel like it's such a fine line between having a chip on your shoulder and being in your own head too much. You know, yeah. you, sometimes you just need to cancel everything out and just focus on getting better. Long I, I, I really I really do feel like mental health is important. And especially in this this day and age, you have to check in and you yeah. have to realize that, like, hey, man, I might be in my feels. I might be reading these comments. I might be taking these uh, this negativity into uh, uh, too strong. Bro, like he said, you should see the comments I get, the DMs. And I, I, I believe it. I believe, I believe what, it as well. I, I believe people... what the play, the, the fans who are adding players. Bro, come on now. Yeah. Like, like, it's, it's it's out of line man you can't be if you if you want to say something you don't need to at the player man i mean they're, they're already thinking about it trust me yeah, seriously. <laughs> pocket. whatever whatever they messed up in the game trust me it's already in the back of their mind you don't need to remind them but uh you know the fans will put um pressure on him to perform but hey man when you have uh Devontae smith taking some of the pressure off i do feel like Jalen Rager is going to flourish. If I mean, did anyone see him um, burn Patrick Peterson on the play? Mm-hmm. Wide open. Mm-hmm. Did um, if he got the ball on time, would he score a touchdown? Probably. Uh, did anyone see the Green Bay game where he just kind of took a punt return back to the house? Yes, I did. Um, made a big catch uh, in that Green Bay game as well. Uh, hey, would but, you? Would you? While, while we're on the topic of those returns, would you put Devonte back for returns or no? I think he's too valuable to. Have I, I would. Back there. Yeah, I'd have J- I'd have Jalen back there. Yeah, let's not let's not touch on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Pete Nathan says, "Uh, that's all these young kids, man. They all seem to peeve. Pete, why you gotta uh, say that, man? Yeah. <laughs> you does you don't open up. <laughs> I mean, you trying to pull the millennial card? Is that what Pete's trying to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Millennial shame, bro. Uh, Mark, I know Mark Burch's Rager bombs. I know someone that's feeling a little bit of heat in this organization, though. That's my man, Gums. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Mary, Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, for a guy that was drafted in the second round, I feel like uh, just a couple years ago, the clock is ticking, man. You better show some production because I think. Do you guys believe that he's on the bubble? You didn't even. You didn't like. You didn't even actually say his name. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to say his know? name. I told you I wasn't going to say his name. I bet we right now until he does anything, it's Jay Naw. Yeah, as a podcast, that he's Jay Naw. It's, it's been Mary, Jay Naw. Yep, Mary Mary Poppins. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! But but uh, the weird thing about it is, like you know, we talked about this pre-show. You know, our 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 scouting department in front office is like, yeah, we don't want this. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't six even three. have an eight pack, bro. Two twenty-eight. 1.6% body fat. Looks like a superhero. <laughs> you don't want that? Dude, he was a physical specimen. And that that like that's one of those things that is is another Howie Roseman miss. Uh, but like that you can't take that away from Devontae Smith, okay? Just because we didn't get DK Metcalf doesn't mean that Devontae Smith can't be the next star of the league. People are saying People were saying, well, if, if we didn't draft J. Jaw, we, 
we would have never had. Oh man, Devonta Smith. I, I I hope that Jay Naw isn't watching this because the uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> the see, section I'm, see, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to lay it on thick on on Jay Jaw. I just want to really. I mean, we're we're we're, 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 we're I mean, come on, now. come on, come on. We're growing up here. Uh, we're talking about how how we how how it changes the uh, you know the uh, the effect that Devonta Smith has on this group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Just maybe if Jay Jaw can't cut it, they they actually try him out at tight end, man. Like I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to that. You look at look at who's on the, the tight end depth chart. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, you know like hey, why, why don't you why don't you cross train him? And and especially from the, the sense that like I think that Jay Jaw, he's on the fence in as far as like I don't know if he'd make the fifty three man roster, but it's one of those guys that like being a second round pick with the potential that he has, if you drop him down to the practice squad, he's gone. Uh, so I love the idea of of making him like the tight end three and uh, having him on the roster that way. Just cross train him, man. Yeah, cross Not cross a- train him, cross train him. Yeah, I think um, it, I think it'd be, probably be a good thing for him. I mean. Hey, why not? We we we've waited this long for nothing. So, but but we might have we actually might have uh, an offensive mind in here that actually utilizes players to their strength. I mean, Sirianni, you talk about I'm going to utilize you to your strength. I already know your weaknesses, but I'm not going to use you that use you that way. So give give the man some jump balls, man. Um, yeah. Moving right along, because um, we could be here for days. Uh, John Hightower, um, John Hightower. Uh, a guy who's created separation uh, with his route running. A guy who is um, he's got some quicks. You saw him against uh, Darius Slay in, in camp. Uh, the guy has, uh, I think he he has what it takes in terms of getting separation, consistency at the catch point. Yeah. Uh, I can go back to what the was it the Steelers game mm-hmm. uh, where his hand check out his hand placement uh, again. That was his not coming into. Uh, the league uh, coming and coming coming through the draft. Um, so I feel like John Hightower is he a bubble guy to you guys? Um, no, nah, he John, doesn't get his act John, together. John Hightower to me gets one more year. Um, I, I want to see because he has shown the uh, the speed that he has. A lot his of ability, I know he has the ability to get deep, man. He has the ability to get deep. I want to I want to hold out hope that he has developed his ability to catch uh, because he's proven that he can beat the cornerback on a go route. So uh, if you have the speed in order to be able to do that and the ball's hitting your hands, if he if he ends up with a bunch of drops this year. Yeah, uh, he's got he's got to be gone. But if I want to say I want to believe in myself that uh, he has developed that that skill. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you definitely got to go ahead and give him one more year. He's had plenty of time to offseason to work out, get some training in, learn how to catch the ball. We all know that his, uh, you know, his, his speed is ridiculous. He can get open. Just making that catch, you know, would be very useful and can make him the man. You know what I mean? So I mean, that's one I'm, thing I'm, I'm we got to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but we we have the Trayvon Grimes stands. They are like lining up. Oh my god! See. I can't believe the Trayvon Grimes uh, hive that has already formed, man. Yeah. If there was like sneaker drops, or it's, like, it's probably a bunch of these Gator fans. You know, should, I mean? we, should we just get the jacket ready already? Like, dang. I saw guys lined up outside of a, a, a outside of Best Buy, and I was like, "What are you waiting for?" Um, the PS Five, and they're like, "Nah, man, we're waiting for Trayvon Grimes." <laughs> We're out here, man. We we got hives run deep. Uh, I mean, they're all in the comments. Three shows in a row. Like, what? What did? What happened? That did we did, did we 
Paul Turner stands like all, all of a sudden turn. No, they got they, they, they got to get a new person every year, man. Every year it's got to be somebody <laughs> new. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's Ward, not like Ward, I mean, Ward, Ward almost almost went back to back years. Almost. Yeah. Hey. And, so you said you brought up Ward. So why don't we uh, bring up his face? You could say it to his face, or you could speak behind his back. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's a real shame, and uh, I'm gonna do a little bit of talking behind his back because I don't want him to hear this. Uh, he's he's a guy that I honestly he's been. I, I say it uh, like every show that he comes up, he's he was the most consistent wide receiver we had for multiple years. Uh, that doesn't mean, though, that that is uh, his ticket to the team this year. He's definitely a bubble guy to me because we are in a position where the slot receiver has been okay for a couple of years. Greg Ward has done an all right job. He's been very consistent uh, with catching the ball, but he's not a very explosive player. When we bring in these young, new, expo- explosive players that haven't seen the league yet, uh, other defenses haven't schemed for, um, you got to see what they have in the tank. And if they can wow. produce more than Greg Ward, then uh, unfortunately his time might be limited. I'm, 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 I'm sensing a little basicness in your voice. You're, you're, you're saying he's basic without saying he's basic. I'm just saying he's, he's, he's a Kmart slot receiver. That's all it is. Are you talking about he's the gap? He's the old Navy of wide receivers right now? He's the old, uh, he's yeah. the old Navy of wideouts, man. Yeah. And, and, looking- and, and don't get me wrong. I got old Navy. It's just that uh, sometimes sometimes you want to wear, I don't know, some lucky. <laughs> Are you looking for some Gucci? Maybe some Gucci yeah. in the slot? Maybe move him, move him over? But yeah, let's, let's give him respect. He was one of the most consistent guys getting first downs. All the respect. He's he's one of the only wideouts who've been on since been here since the Super Bowl year, mm-hmm. one of the last. Um, but I, I feel like you know an example of a UDFA that has really performed. He, yeah, exactly. Somebody that shows that they never quit. You know, what I mean, from mm-hmm. practice squad to starter to getting put back down to coming right back up. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, mad respect to Ward for doing what he did. <laughs> And, and he's another one of those guys that, like I said with Jay Nall, that like if we were to drop him down to the practice squad, I think Greg Ward has a job next year, regardless whether it's with the Eagles or or somewhere else. I think he's steady Eddie. I've called him steady Eddie until further notice. He's, he has a spot on this roster. If you're looking, if you're looking to upgrade, I understand. I totally understand. But some people like Old Navy. Okay. Uh, moving on to Quez Watkins. I feel like Quez Watkins still has this, this opportunity to get um, reps, man. Like he, yeah. he's flashed this the skill set. Speed is there. You like what he offers and brings to the table. There, he's still raw. He's still, uh, you know, he, he's still a guy that can, can grow into a role. Um, you know, hopefully he, f- he fits his sneakers. Uh, just sent his uh, uh, customs off to him uh, this week. Cool. So um, once he gets the sneakers and he has them in his possession, are we still going to hear the same? Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I do think like he he flashed at the end of the season, and that's where you like to see as a as a rookie come on at the later end of the season and shine. Like he was waiting for an opportunity for so long, Mm -hmm. finally got on the field and gave a little peace sign when he scored that touchdown. Uh, So I feel like he's still in the mix. Um, You know, I I, we could we could bring up um, a guy who also. I mean, we we went what thirty one minutes and have forgotten to talk about Travis Forgotten. Travis Fogum in the building. He's used to it. Uh, a guy from weeks what four through eight, monster. Yeah, yeah. week week four through eight MVP. I would say led <laughs> led the NFL in weeks four through eight yards. Um, I think he's a guy who you know. I think if he connects with his 
uh, maturity as a vet, as a guy who's going to take over a role. Uh, we both know him and Rager uh, put up tweets or uh, IG posts saying that we don't need a first round receiver. We don't need a, we got it. Not mm-hmm. at all. These two. Um, but overall, we got a first round dog in Devontae Smith. But I feel like Travis Fogum is a guy who had, has this opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Does he get take advantage of it? Do the coaches actually buy in and Nick Sirianni use him to his potential? That's yet to be seen. So, um, I mean, I'm, I was huge on uh, Fulgham when he was, uh, you know, rocketing up the uh, the depth chart uh, in the mid of last year. Uh, I was just as confused as the rest of the fan base when we started to go away from him. I, I really think that last year uh, shouldn't be any sort of nail in the coffin for Travis Fulgham. He's still high on the depth chart for me. Uh, I still think he can perform well. I just think that he was misused by the, uh, the former coaches that were here. And he got tied up in the whole Alshon Jeffrey coming back thing. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. So I think that once we have a sole focus and a, uh, a game plan that actually makes sense, uh, he's going to be worked into the game. He's going to have his opportunities to pop off. Um, whether he takes advantage of them, uh, I think he will personally, but we'll t- ultimately see. And that's just the thing I'm also looking forward to because of the fact that we got a brand new um, coaching staff coming in here and with their skill sets that they're going to put together to go ahead and get these wide receivers to perform. I think the chance for all of them, it's like a fresh start. You know, we saw that Doug Peterson and them, you know, definitely did not utilize these guys the right way. So, you know, here it is, you know, a brand new chance come in here, you know, do the, do your thing. And I really think we're going to get, you know, a different outcome from at least two out of the three guys that we've been down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out. There's much love for the, this Travis. I mean, there's also Mr. Grimes in here. Um, but I feel like, uh, you know, the, the man of the hour. I mean, this guy, Trayvon, it's, it's Trayvon, right? Yeah. Um, like I, for a second, I was just like, did I just forget man's name? Um, but I've been forgetting <laughs> a lot. Man, he's of got the like. ice. How could you forget, bro? He's got the right. ice around his neck. This is serious. Uh, but it also, it's also another guy who has relations, uh, a relationship with our QB coach. That was his offensive coordinator. You know, a guy who knows his skill set. Everyone is f- falling in love, I guess. People, I just don't, I get it, but I don't get it. Um, I still would like to know, though. I, w- I want to know, like, what is the hype? Somebody out there has got something. What is no, the I mean, hype? He, he's had some big plays in college, and he was kind of, like, you know, pushed down by uh, Kadarius Tony and Kyle Pitts. He kind of fell by the wayside. Uh, but he still he still had productive plays. He still, you know, uh, was a good player for Florida. I just don't see, like, all of these people, I'm, I'm excited to have him, but he ultimately he's an undrafted free agent. Like what, why are people just uh, thinking that this guy is going to be like the number two receiver on our depth chart? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, That's I, what I, I don't mean. know. I don't, I don't see that. Uh, I just, I Somebody. think he's a guy that will fill in the same way that other undrafted free agents have. <laughs> uh, again, somebody out there has got something that we just don't know. But hey, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, again, look, look, he's got to showcase his skills on special teams. Another area that um, Devontae Smith said he would he always would push to get on special teams out of Alabama. And they were like, why? And he's like, because I, I want to light people up. <laughs> he's like, I want to I want to inflict pain on someone else. Like he, he's so unassuming. But I'm telling you, he's he's, he's borderline serial serial. 
Uh, and I like that, man. I like I that. I like it too. I, I don't like him on special teams, though. I'll tell you that. I might just be that fan to run on the field and stop that from happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need you getting injured going after some uh, tackle on the kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, have Jaleel, we have Jaleel Tate in the building. He looks about 46. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he will – will he give, uh, you know, some looks, some run – Hey man, I I really just think again we're we're gonna talk about you know guy that's gonna be on the practice squad if he's if he's lucky, mm-hmm. um you know Mister uh, uh what's his name here, Jamon Jamon Osmond I mean he's a guy that also can play in the slot as well I think um you know at this moment I mean it, it's these these guys are like like we just went through all these guys we're not they'll they'll be lucky if they carry six. Well, where's the Osmond Hive? That's what I need to know. I mean, where's the Osmond Hive? <laughs> where's, where's the Osmond Hive here? Uh, you know, shout out to Marcus Walker. Marcus knows his his his, his talk over here. He, he was a, a beast at QV. Mm-hmm. Um, but is he a beast in, as a wide receiver? Uh, and they also, Tate is was number six. So we have just stolen your jersey number and given it to someone else. Uh, his name is Devontae. Looks, looks better on him anyway. It no does. questions asked. Um, and we will be giving away a Devontae Smith jersey at some point. Uh, please check in to our socials. It will be going out pretty soon. Um, Darius Slay, Devontae Smith giveaway. Which one would be better first? Devontae? I, th- I think Devontae just because it's uh, it's fresher. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Then what? Um, Slay, Slay's now number two. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that would be a pretty cool jersey. I mean, overall, cool. this year, this year, real cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I mean, overall, um, we we just went through our wide receiver groups, our leading wide receivers in 2019 and 2020. Drumroll, please. Uh, look at that, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, the 43 receptions for 40 490 yards. Travis Fulgham. AKA Travis forgotten 38 receptions for 539 yards. That's really, really ass. Uh, Those are the leading wide oots. Especially when you have, especially when you have Alshon, who the Jeffries as your leading (laughs) wide receiver. Hey man, that's a two pack ass. Uh, I'm I'm just saying though, like we got to expect better here. We not, I'm not, I'm not even taking the offense was garbage, right? Like overall, but we as a group, as a city, as a fan base, have to get used to like, yo, a thousand yards. Can we get a thousand yard wide receiver? Is that, is that too it's much? asking too much? Is that too much to ask? We were playing, really? we, were, we were playing too much backyard football, man. I think these guys had the plays written on their hands. Well, I, th- I think that a lot of uh, why we didn't have a thousand yard wide receivers because we didn't have a clear number one for a while. And uh, between all of the injuries that happened, uh, between us not having that wide receiver that is head and shoulders, uh, above everybody else on the roster now we have that could Devonte smith be our uh our first thousand yard wide receiver in years i'm certainly thinking so i think it's something we can pray for um you know i know evan i don't know evan is a uh just like Devonte smith he, he's a game changer and, and evan is a game changer here he's doing podcasts and he has to go to work in like 10 minutes so uh <laughs> My man, you know, (laughs) multitasking, but any last words before we get out of here, Evan? Uh, No, man, Uh, I I can't 
express enough how excited I am for Devonte Smith. Uh, everybody, I know that you guys too are checking out all of his highlights. Um, dude, uh, he's going to be the real deal. I am. Uh, I am so excited to have him on the team. I'm excited to see what him and Jalen Hurts can do together. Uh, and also, I, I want to just mention that too. Jalen Hurts looking nice, bro. He's 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 been hitting the weight room. Boy's looking thick uh, with three C's. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's wow. he's look, he's looking good. Uh, new quarterback energy, new wide receiver energy. Let's rock and roll, man. Prime. Yeah, I, I, I'm with it, man. Uh, the the chemistry that I'm looking forward to seeing Smith and Rager have. I mean, you know, I'm not going to take nothing away from Rager. Hey, look, come in here. You got somebody else on the other side of the ball that could go ahead and draw some attention. Uh, let you know, let's get it, man. I hope both of them are hungry. So, I mean, just the fact that we have two options of wide receivers that can actually break a thousand yards this year, that's pretty cool. You know, what I mean, we haven't had that in a while. Uh, besides that, you know what I mean? Everybody stay safe. And make sure you guys tune in tomorrow. Rolling with Prime, episode two. All right. Who you having? I got I got special guest, Miss Breezy Stiletto Podcast. Very nice. All right. Very nice. Sports so and Stilettos. Sure, Love yeah, it. Make sure you guys uh, tune in for that. All right. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave out. I saw. I just saw one negative comment about Devontae. I'm going to leave it there. Kevin. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna leave it with the positivity, man. Like again, you know how long I've been covering the Eagles, right? So I haven't seen this kind of juice in a long time. I haven't seen this kind of route running in a long time. I haven't seen this kind of uh silent killer, man. This dude is legit, man. Like if this guy was just calling, he's like he's calling a bust already. Like, I don't get it. It's got to be tongue in cheek, man. It's got to be talking. Watch the tapes. Uh, but for me and the guys, we will see you guys in the next one. And I'm going to leave you with some positivity. Read the tweets. Read the tweets. Check the film. Devontae Smith. We're out of here. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.